0: Thanks for joining us for Community Matters. Heard Saturday mornings on 95.3 WBCK and anytime at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. Richard Pyatt here. Glad to be with you. We're talking today about the idea that uh, if folks are having trouble paying their energy bills, there are resources out there. Joining us now is Brian Lewis, oversees customer operations at Consumers Energy and knows all about the assistance programs at Consumers Energy. Brian, thank you.
1: Hey, Richard, thanks for having me, and thanks for shining a light on the fact that there are assistance options for customers in need from a utility perspective. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, it really seems like uh, a subject we should talk about. We haven't had the coldest winter ever, but that doesn't mean that we haven't needed the heat. It hasn't been Fort Lauderdale here, <laughs> so we we do need to have the heat running. And with increased rates and costs, uh, these issues, I presume you're seeing the results of despite the 40 and 50 degree temps we've had.
1: We definitely are. To your point, it has been a little bit milder start to the winter, but you know we all know about the rising energy costs, costs especially around natural gas. So yeah, it's never too soon to talk about the fact that options are available. We do see customers reaching out to both Consumers Energy as well as some of our partner agencies looking for assistance. So I know I'm repeating myself, but just love to shine an additional light on this to let customers know there are options and let's engage and in, in, in help each other.
0: Yeah, we we chatted with the United Way as well about uh, the programs that they have in place. They certainly tip the hat to Consumers Energy because, of course, the company provides some of the resources that they use to help in these situations. So that's great. Uh, But let's talk about that. One of the really clear points the United Way has made is don't wait till you're shut off to seek assistance. Do you see that the same way?
1: One hundred percent. It's always going to take a little bit of time to match our customers with the resources that are available. And look, when you come to the point of crisis, when you need the power turned on that same day, that's when it feels like our options are a little bit more limited. So at first sign of having any level of discomfort and your ability to make a payment, raising your hand. You know, the first step we always recommend, I'm sure you heard it from our partners at the United Way, is pick up the phone and call 211. A great way to get local assistance options in your community. As we provide funding for some of our agency partners, we do that throughout the state. And this two one one service really acts as almost an air traffic controller, where they can point you to resources that are really available county to county.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And that two one one is available just about everywhere now. I think it harkens to the same sort of categories as. 911 for emergencies and the old 411 when you needed somebody's phone number. I'm showing my age with that. 211, any kind of uh, crisis assistance in terms of, I suppose, non emergency uh, situation can uh, be an informational resource. So, this is one of those occasions, then.
1: This isn't. If you have a utility issue, it might be an opportunity to talk about a broader opportunity with. You know, housing assistance, food assistance, whatever those options are, they can partner you beyond that utility space. So always a great first step.
0: So the phone rings at Consumers Energy and someone says, I'm going to have trouble paying my utility bill. What kind of resources does that trigger? What happens, Brian? So essentially,
1: they're going to look at it from a on a case-by-case basis. So generally speaking, in the utility assistance framework, we're going to look for programs that are either income qualified or not necessarily income qualified. So um, we use terms like federal poverty level median income to really categorize our customer base and then match them to programs and needs. So if you call our... T- Our contact center at 800-477-5050, also another good first step. Those customer service reps are going to take a look at your account, what your uh, past due situation is, what your current bill amount is, what your payment history has been, and then kind of work through a couple of tools like, do you just need a little bit of time to get you over the next hump? They might be able to create a customized solution just to give you another week to make a payment. If it's something more dire than that, where maybe there's a loss of income you are looking down the barrel of something like shutoff, they're going to escalate that a little bit more. They may even tell you exactly what I told you. Hey, let first step is let's get you over to 211 to see if there's assistance options that are out there, or we've got some internal programs that we can apply as well. But they're essentially going to take that customer, triage it based on their payment history, their location, and really start to offer optionality thereafter.
0: Yeah. Okay. So even though we talk about, federal poverty level. And there are some folks with a lot going on, let's say, that might be uh, contributing to this challenge. There might be some other situations where someone's just uh, needing assistance for a month or two, and then they're, they're back on, on their feet. So this is part of that assessment process. And maybe they don't need a ton of resources. This is just uh, that uh, temporary fix.
1: Exactly. And we can tailor make some opportunities for customers. And then look, we might look and say, hey, we can tell that you're going to you've experienced this time after time after time. Let's call a timeout. Let's figure out a way to kind of freeze your past due balance. And let's get you on a plan for sustainable payments so that we don't have to put you through a cycle on a monthly basis. We have a program called Care Plus. It is offered to folks that are kind of well above that federal poverty level. And what it does is we apply credits on a monthly basis through a two-year program. We apply credits to past due balances while at the same time providing some payment assistance month to month. And again, we really see this as creating a sustainable solution so that a customer knows that they've got a plan going forward. We can even match them with assistance options in the energy efficiency space. Maybe they don't have the best home stock and they need insulation. There, there's just a lot of programs that are out there. And it really does start with taking that first step of uh, matching you to an assistance agency, which is best done through 2 on one
0: Yeah, this is uh, an interesting situation and sector in which Consumers Energy finds itself, right? It, it just so happens that the business that you're in is uh, essential in some ways that is to say to be without heat is viewed as uh, a situation that just isn't acceptable can't be done and so i presume that's the framework around these kinds of uh, assistance options that really try to to help keep people safe
1: 100 percent. we know especially as the temperatures turn colder that this can create safety issues We don't want people worrying about how they're going to keep their heat flowing when there are dollars in the system that can help support them. So as our friends at the United Way said, the first thing, as soon as there's a sign of a problem, make sure you reach out so we can start to uh, match you to some of those assistance options.
0: Do most people do that? Or, or, I mean, there's a lot tied into this, right? The, the idea that they're, If this is a past due balance for some people, there's probably some other past due balances barking at them. There's a lot of pressure and uh, the tendency for folks to tie up their pride in all of these things. There's a, a lot of reasons where somebody might just freeze. Do most people do that when they see this problem? Do they reach out to you?
1: I would not say most. There is definitely this stigma that we have this pride around hey I don't want to put my hand up for assistance. And so yeah. we try as, you know, consumers to get past just another month and just another month. But what we caution is there is a snowballing effect. If you're $25 short this month, it could be 150 next month and the next thing you know, you're looking at $1000 when you couldn't afford the 20. Don't suffer in silence. Look for those options. Let us help you earlier. So much easier for us to match with assistance programs uh, before that snowballing effect occurs. So dollars are out there for this very reason. And we know that a lot of Michiganders are just a crisis or two away from not being able to pay many bills. The sooner we can help, the better it is for all parties.
0: Yeah. What's the overall long-term view that you have as you're trying to plan? I suppose we talked about this United Way too. You're trying to plan for what the eventuality might be in terms of uh, the demand and so on. We were talking with the food bank the other day and they they were saying, you know, we get to the beginning of the year and we say, yeah, we think we've got this in hand. We know what's going to happen and then something else like a pandemic happens and and things are completely different. How does Consumers Energy view that? Do you try to say, well, we know the costs are going up, so we know we're going to have to deal with this on some greater level? How, how do you plan for that?
1: At times, it can feel like a foolhardy exercise. We plan with realism and optimism at the same time. I think the good news is, We have tremendous partnerships at the Michigan Public Service Commission, as well as the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Our state agencies do a great job of advocating at both the state and federal level for additional funding. So although I can't predict what's going to happen in the fuel price, the fuel commodity market, I do know that we'll always have good partners at a state level that will seek assistance. We are seeing gas prices kind of near term slowly but surely come back down, but not enough to help, you know, our our average customer that may be falling on harder times. So we look at it with a degree of optimism, but still plan for the worst case scenario to make sure that assistance options are out there and available when customers are in need.
0: As you're watching those resources come in and go out, does Consumer's Energy monitor those ebbs and flows and say, we might need more? Oh, we, we see the trend coming back down. Uh, do you have to uh, monitor that like you monitor the price of energy?
1: No, we we definitely do. So we saw that you know annually we get allotments from the state that fund programs for both crisis assistance and payment assistance, and we are seeing that some of our third parties, like the United Way, are seeing more need than they have seen even during those pandemic timeframes where there was you know stimulus dollars that were in the system. I think the good news is because we watch it and because we see that customers are in need, we can offer some additional solutions. So on January 19th, we did reach a settlement in our most recent electric rate case. And then as part of that, we worked with some of the interveners, the state to say, hey, let's commit dollars to customers right off the bat. So uh, last week, we announced $25 million in additional funding for Michiganders. So $15 million of that will be an automatic bill credit. So over a 12-month period, we're just going to apply credits to our electric rate payers. They don't have to take any additional um, actions on their part. They'll automatically be applied. And then we committed an additional $10 million to low-income and payment challenge customers. Because again, we know that we will have challenges and we want to create that optionality. So December, we announced over $7 million in funding. January, we announced another $25 million in funding. So we just continue to enact our own tools whenever possible because customers will be in need.
0: So when you talk about those credits, that $15 million, I think you said, uh, that's across the board?
1: That's across the board for Consumers Energy Electric customers. Now, it is both residential as well as business customers, but we, we know there's going to be pain points for both of those sectors. But yeah, that's across the board. 1.6 million paying customers will receive that.
0: As you see this uh, situation with a person happen, they reach out, there's a, a relief system in place. It's for a certain amount of time. Do you monitor that or do you just say, uh, all right, uh, folks, come back to us if you're continuing to have issues or or if you've resolved it, how, how do you proceed once that initial contact is made?
1: We definitely monitor. I talked earlier about the Care Plus program where we kind of freeze arrears, We apply credits in a two-year program as, we are, as we're kind of paying down that debt. We see over 90% graduation rate. So customers largely are much more um, invested and we see sustained quality of payment activities once customers are in it. So we work with them. We report out to the uh, Michigan Public Service Commission. Definitely is a gauge of what programs to invest more in. The more successful they are, the more we try to get funding and invest in them. But yeah, it is It is not a one and done, wash our hands. We, we continue those relationships. And, and then again, match them with things like energy efficiency. How do we How do we not only help them now, but help them to really take control of their energy usage and even see that reduce over time so that they can have a sustainable path forward?
0: Well, I've certainly been aware of some of those uh, energy efficiency programs. You'll actually come to someone's house and help them identify areas where they could save some money on their energy use. True?
1: Definitely. Home energy audits. It's a great entry point. And then we can really start from there to tell you what programs are available to you. Do we place a smart thermostat? Uh, There's a program called Helping Neighbors where again, we can start to invest in housing stock, insulation, other energy efficiency means, but that's a great first step. And then I'd be remiss not to mention if you go to consumersenergy.com forward slash assistance, it'll give you a little bit of a guided navigation through some of this flow. Do I need help now? Am I worried about help in the future? Um, Do I wanna look at energy efficiency options? A decent first step as well. So you got 211 consumersenergy.com forward slash assistance. We can pick up the phone the old-fashioned way, call us at 800-477-5050 and talk to one of our customer service representatives. A lot of optionality there.
0: Okay, good to know. And uh, the idea that uh, someone might need to get a little comfortable with how this process works makes a lot of sense. So consumersenergy.com forward slash assistance, and we'll link that in the show notes for this episode at battlecreekpodcast.com. So if you're driving or something and you're not able to write that down, that link and the phone numbers Brian has mentioned will be in those notes. So they should be easier for you to find. Well, we appreciate this opportunity to shed light on what's available. And once again, if you don't pick up anything out of this discussion, except one thing, it's don't wait until you're at a shut-off situation to take steps to ask for help. Uh, if someone is in a shut-off situation, Brian, they and they speak up, I presume that triggers a whole other sense of urgency. I think you alluded to that, but talk about that just for a second from your point of view. If someone says, I'm about to be shut off and I just can't make this payment, what happens?
1: We'll definitely work with that customer at their time of need. So there are options that our, CS, our customer service representatives have available to maybe stop that process, uh, take a lesser amount as kind of a bridge to get them um, kind of in the situation as they look for assistance. But we do have options in that in those types of dire situations. So again, we just encourage you to start with two one one, call us, but do something as soon as you think that there's a, a shutoff imminent so that we can work with you through options.
0: We appreciate that thought and uh, the perfect one on which to end, act as soon as you think you'll have an issue. Brian Lewis, Consumers Energy, thank you.
1: Thank you, Rich. Appreciate the time.